0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cosmic Soup. Thank you so much for joining us again. You know, news is changing by the minute during this COVID-19 situation, and we're getting a lot of calls from clients with questions. And we all have to be flexible and ready to pivot, so we're recording a second COVID-19 special today. This time, we're going to have an open discussion with experts in operations, culinary, public relations, and marketing to hopefully deliver some calm and intelligent information that can be helpful to everybody. So, uh, Hey guys, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Let's find out who's on the call today.
1: Hi, this is Cynthia from third third.
2: This is Sean, your culinary coach.
3: And this is Cherie with third third.
1: And we also have joining us today, Derek Dujardin, our creative director and Cecil Rinker, our operations genie is going to be joining us later on this show. So thank you, Mike. Um, We're excited about recording this because we are indeed getting phone calls um, and emails every hour from all of our clients. We're helping them with communications on their websites. Um, We're getting a lot of questions about crisis communications. And so we thought it would be really nice just to um, provide a variety of uh, of pieces of, of advice. Amen. Yeah. So let's start with you, Sean. Um, yeah. One of the things I'm hearing a lot about right now is uh, communities are now going to room service for all of their dining to keep residents from, um, you know, perhaps spreading a virus in mm-hmm. the dining room. And I thought that's a pretty specific thing to do. So maybe you could talk us about yeah.
2: that. Well, I think the first thing is it's doable um, and we want to be a- a- ahead of the the, the game here. If your community isn't uh, delivering right now, it probably will be in the next few days, I would think, or at least plan for that, which means right now you can be proactive and if you don't have to-go containers, this is where you wanna get them. Go in your storerooms, look and see what you have. You're gonna need clamshells, the nine by uh, 13 um, containers. So hopefully it's it's compostable. Um, Because everything has to be put in a to-go container and then in a paper bag and then delivered um, to the resident's room. So if you can get that out of the way and uh, get stocked up with that, so when you have to feed three meals a day, you're going to go through a lot of paper products. But um, mostly, you don't panic. It's going to be, you know, it'll be okay. You can. The first couple days are a little awkward, just getting everything planned out. But um, just real quick, some steps that you can do. Like I said, get. Figure out how many to-go containers, cold cups, hot cups that you need. Get those in stock ready to go. Look at your menu. Um, I was with a community that had the norovirus, and we delivered for almost three weeks, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I was going to cut the menu, but I told the residents, let's just see how this works. And We wound up doing the full menu. Um, and then we would go, there was 15 floors in this one community. So for uh, breakfast, it was all hands on deck. The whole crew kitchen crew front of the house uh, because for the house folks aren't in the dining room because it's closed they helped get all the food together stuff it in the bags then we went put them on carts went door to door we did not knock on the door we had gloves masks uh, you can tap the door with your foot uh, we don't hand anything to anyone uh, just put it there on the ground and walk away um, and don't you know stay your six feet uh, distance for sure and then you just go floor by floor by floor or hall however you're set up in your community um and then uh you know just make it you know i always use the word fun in a lot of things but this is the time where you really want to be on your game hot food hot cold food cold um and because you're gonna you're gonna be judged heavily with us And, and the residents will really like it i know at the end it was um a really cool thing. They give us like a standing ovation after about a month and gathered us all together. But uh, it's doable. It's cool. Uh, Don't be afraid of it.
1: Well, you know, I have so many questions because... Okay. Of course, communications always comes to mind. And how did you communicate with the residents? And how, like, what was what did that look like about switching from dining room service to room service? Mm-hmm. How much lead time did you give them? Like, how did that all work out?
2: You know that that's a really good question. Um, hindsight, I'd do it a little bit different. Um, we got hit real quick, and we didn't have any uh, time to uh, really project what we should exactly how we should go about it, but right now um if your community doesn't have the virus i would call all the residents in have uh you know an emergency meeting it might freak them out a little bit but just tell them that we've got we want to stay ahead of the virus and here's our game plan if we have to go to room service so then you can um talk with them and let them know that when this does hit our community here are the venues that are going to be shut down here's what to look for um you know, the menu might, might have to be trimmed down a little bit. Uh, The hours may change slightly. And remember, we're trying to feed everybody all at once. So, you know, give us a little grace on getting there, but we will get you fed, uh, you know, in a reasonable amount of time. And that calms the seas. Uh, We had to do it through a speaker over the, because we didn't want them gathering because they had already been sick. Um, So it was a little bit uh, harder in that sense, but you know, hindsight, if you have time, like most of us do now, get those uh, procedures out of the way with your residents where you can call them in and um, in, in special groups um, and let them know what to expect when it hits. And then when it does hit, they know not to go to the dining room. They know the library will be closed. They know, you know, what to expect that your meals will come within 30 minutes of, you know, the regular time or whatever it is. Uh, and then if they see menu options that aren't there. Oh, we've been told that. And obviously put it on your website, put it, uh, they have their their mailboxes, stuff their mailboxes with the same information that you'd be telling them, you know, and just inundate inundate them with with information. And now is the time to do it right now.
1: Great. Well, thank you. You Um, now on, on to communications, we crisis communications right now is huge. All I mean, my gosh, the national news, we've seen articles here in the Seattle market featuring um, some of our people that we know very well. And mm-hmm. so, Cherie, Carl, I would love, well, number one, I would love for you to tell the Our audience about your background and then also if you you know what would you recommend that people do to get prepared for
3: this? Thanks Cynthia. Uh, Hi I'm Sheree Carl and I worked for Starbucks Corporation for 17 years and I did a lot of crisis communications when I was there in addition to proactive public relations and I think one of the most important things right now is to be open and honest in your communication. Be proactive and consistent. It's important to determine how often are you going to communicate and how often do you need to communicate depending on what's going on. If you are going to communicate daily, let people know that. Especially remember all of your audiences. Communicate with your residents, communicate with your staff, and communicate with the families of the residents living there. I think that's really important because... They want to know what's going on. They want to be able to call and talk to their loved one. And maybe you set up something where they can call in and you take the phone in and you can FaceTime with them so that they're able to talk to their son or daughter. And then that makes them feel more comfortable and not as scared. And it's important to try and stay calm during all of this, but really let them know what's going on. Um, anything, I have a few other things, but did you have any questions? Yeah,
1: no, I, I love that. I think that, um, certainly being organized, is there, what would, is there, um, a set of information that a community should get together now, like, and formalize in some way to be prepared for a potential
3: crisis? Well, I think it's important, first of all, to identify who your spokesperson's going to be ahead of time and how you're going to route media inquiries to them. So is your spokesperson gonna be always available or perhaps you could draft a short sentence that you're comfortable with everyone using, but you're gonna have to remember to keep updating as things change. I think you do put your communications plan in place now. You can draft different statements, uh, drafts what you're doing now. So what procedures have you changed? Uh, You know, talk about the room service, for example, and talk about that you've increased the cleaning schedule and maybe it's just one person coming in at a time to visit. What does that look like? Let people know. So the more they know, the less questions they have. And then secondly, you want to draw something if you do get a coronavirus outbreak there, whether it's an employee or one of your you know, people who are living there, you want to make sure that you're ready, that you have the information drafted ahead of time. So you're not reacting because it's harder to put everything into writing after the event and then have something ready as well for when things start getting better and let people know that it's, you know, over and what's going on.
1: Yeah. I love that. It just gives people confidence knowing what to do. And I, I would think As a public relations person, your worst nightmare is perhaps a a newspaper, some reporter shows up on site at your community and starts asking questions of unqualified people who who just have no idea what to say, and then you have no idea what they might say, which
3: may not even be accurate to the press. Exactly. That's really critical. It's um, important that you communicate with your employees what's going on and that if the media shows up, they know who to send them to or they know what they can say, what's you know, been okay. Um, that's really, really important because, yeah, if people are out there talking and they don't have the right information or they're giving misinformation, that can really swirl.
0: We uh, ran into that at a company that I used to work for, and we ended up having to impl- created an entirely new position just for somebody to deal with either the media or, you know, journalists. People would come in, even people that weren't necessarily working for the media, but they would just call in and ask questions of all the employees, and the employees didn't either know how to answer or who to direct them to. So it is important to know hey, there's a person who is in charge of this communication, all questions are going to go through this person. And then, you know, maybe that person can have a team or, or say, okay, yeah, you can handle this kind of a, of an inquiry, and you can handle this kind of an inquiry. But otherwise, yeah, it can be very chaotic if everybody's just answering things they're not qualified to answer for sure. So a good call on that.
3: Yeah, and doing a little media training for those people would be a great idea, too. Yeah,
0: How would you think you'd set up media training?
3: You could um well, third, third could help with that, or you could hire someone else to um, come in and just work with them on their key messages. Uh, really, the sound you know put together the sound bites, what are they gonna say? practice Q and a with them back and forth. If they think they're gonna get cameras, you take in the video crew there and you work with them and let them practice the more practice, the better they'll get.
0: yeah, some good role play for sure,
3: right, yeah.
1: Yeah, we're, um, we are getting requests for crisis communication. So what we're doing is we're helping our clients with just working through a plan and kind of just brainstorming what are all the scenarios that
3: could happen and how will you be prepared for those? So very cool. You know, one other idea is they could set up a designated email too, not only for media, but for families. So if you have questions, you can send in an email. A lot of times then you could email the statement. Out and it's also a great way if you have the email for families where you can communicate with them at least on a daily basis, letting them know what's going on. And I know in some places they've implemented even calling. I you know it depends probably on how many people you have, how many resources, but calling and letting them know how their family members are doing. Yeah, yeah, great. That's great.
1: So, um, what else do you have in your public relations bag of tricks for this
3: situation? <laughs> What else do you think uh, would be helpful to this audience? Um, No, I mean, if that's, that's good. Now that I think you're fine, then. No, I I think, well, a few other things. I mean, just as you're thinking about how you're communicating, make sure you're communicating consistently and with the same messages across all your channels. So if you have a website, put information up there. If you have social channels, communicate out through your social channels too. And I think the more proactive you are, again, that's really important. And the more often you do it, especially if you do have a crisis going on, then that's going to be something that is really helpful. And it's great for the families. It's great for the residents. And it's great for the community because the community wants to know what's going on too. Absolutely.
1: Well, that's a really good segue into our next um, segment, which is communications and marketing during that time. it's soup it's so natural for communities to want to pull back and go oh you know these are bad times we don't want to market right now and some of that's because communities are used to doing event marketing which is a really good tactic but we may not be able to do event marketing for literally it could be 90 days we don't know how long and so um this is, but you know, in the, to the contrary, this is not the time to pull back and stop marketing. And there's multiple reasons for that. Number one is you want to just continue to establish confidence about your brand. Um, it gives you an opportunity to communicate what your your brand is doing that is proactive to make your resident life safe and 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 happy during this time. And then. Um, we also want to just continue to build the leads list, even if they can't come into your community right now, you want to build a leads list so that when the, this, all of this settles, you're going to have something that we can nurture and um, get them in for tours and then hopefully move them to resident status. And Derek, I know you've been really thinking a lot about this, and so I'd love to hear what you've got in your bag of tricks for communications right now.
4: Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. You know, I, I know it might seem dire at the moment, but we have to remember that y- there have been crises in business and, and industries for years, and there are businesses who uh, adapt. They innovate. They decide, oh, I'm going to try something different. Maybe they can't get a material or whatever, and they try a new kind of product or a new channel or they go to a niche market. And a lot of times those things end up being wildly more successful than what they were doing before. So if we can take that as a lesson and realize that... uh, we let's not put our heads in the sand and to say, you know, lament, you know, our situation. Let's go ahead and get creative. And it doesn't mean necessarily get creative, like okay, we're gonna do something wild and crazy. But what else might we try and give that a shot? Um, so here's some ideas that that uh, we've been brainstorming around the office to to give a shot. Um, the first one is is webinars. Now webinars have been around forever and we know AARP does a lot of webinars and they have great success with that. So what is to stop uh, the community from putting down their own webinar and putting together a really slick online presentation. You get your prospects to call in at a certain time and you can do it live. And then you can take that and record it. And then you also can do like a resident panel. Maybe you have three or four or five residents that are your superstars that you want to have people interview. They can talk to them. And uh, and then also just kind of uh, have this conversation. And for a lot of people, you know, this might be that sweet spot that that we've always had between. Having a one-on-one marketing, having talked to a salesperson versus uh, an event. There are a lot of people who are shy that maybe don't want to come to an event. And this might be an opportunity for them to just put their toe in the water and learn about your community without a huge commitment and feeling that they're going to get um, pressured. So going in and having this option of a webinar. And then we, we can record that. We can also... Um, add video, walk a walkthrough video as well, so people can experience what it's like to be in the community. And uh, so that and then once it's recorded, it can be there forever. So if it's a really great webinar and everybody's on their game, you can go ahead and host that on your website. And then when people come in, they can watch it as a video and make it something that it's either downloadable or you put up on YouTube with like a special permission, something like that. Uh, the other option we have is maybe topic-specific webinars, I and mean, we have a whole list of really great speakers that we can bring in that can talk on, you know, how to sell your home, um, what it's like to live at a CCRC, or um, and how to downsize. And these these people are very polished, and they can do the very polished presentation for you. And then again, that can live on your website. It's something that you can use forever, and then pull out whatever um, you want. And then, of course, supplement that with some sort of video tour or photos that you could show online. Um, And uh, yeah, so those are a couple of ideas that we've been kicking around. The other idea is also non uh, offsite events. So the idea of maybe do a mom and me photo uh, shoot where we get a photographer who is going to maybe let us use their studio for um, a half a day. And we go ahead and have maybe 15, 20 minute slots where people come in with maybe their parent and a couple other family members and they get these really nice professional photos. We help offset that. They can walk out away with one of those um, photos, but if they want more, they pay the photographer for it. So it's a win-win situation for both the photographer and for the community. And then while they're in there getting their photos, you have a presentation available and boards up and that type of thing to get them to, uh, to kind of engage with the community. Um, The other idea is even, you know, I know that there, there are some cafes and probably some restaurants that are hurting right now that want customers. So maybe you do a very small intimate gathering of five to six, eight people and you keep it small, and it's uh, you know great food, so it's maybe more. And then you do a small presentation, so it's not like it did not bring people into the community. It's people who are coming to uh, a third place, like a cafe or a restaurant, for you know a small one-hour presentation, and also getting a free lunch. And then those salespeople that are out in the community doing things, perhaps they don't come to the community. Uh, they, they spend their time out in the community. Maybe they do in-person sales as well. And that way you kind of uh, put aside that reverse contamination that could happen uh, as far as them coming in and bringing something in, but they're out there, they're talking to people and, and making those connections.
1: That's a great idea. I love, I mean, what a great time to do outreach for salespeople, you know, don't, they're not working in their community, maybe doing tours, but they can be out buzzing around and um, just doing some PR on behalf of their community. Now. Something that is absolutely in the DNA here at Third Third is we all participate in each other's uh, roles here. Mm-hmm. And as such, we have um not only culinarian chef Sean Bowling, but he's also a marketing person extraordinaire. And you you've <laughs> been having some ideas around. This I have.
2: Too. I have. I've got a bag of tricks too. Okay. <laughs> and um they're not they're not cocoa puffs, they're tricks. I'm telling you. So my, I, I had this idea, because we do such a great job uh, with video and, and production of, of commercials, things like that, that right now, uh, I don't think a lot of people want to go for tours. And so marketing is, you know, obviously their pipeline, they fill, and you know, 100 to 200 folks waiting to come in, those are going to dwindle, people are going to start falling off, they're going to get second thoughts. So all of a sudden, that great big pipeline you hadn't filled ready to rock and roll, that's going to go away real, real quick. And so how do we get people in for a tour, but they can't come in for a tour? Well, I'm thinking we do a marketing virtual tour. We come in with a production crew, a small production crew, two or three. It takes a few days. We go through the whole community, and we uh, talk to the culinary department and say, Hey, Chef Mike, what are you doing today? What's on the menu? And this is our wonderful kitchen. And then you walk out of the kitchen, and you'd be uh, – into the dining room and here's our beautiful dining room. And then you can go to uh, maybe assisted living and just hit all the different departments and, and, and have a quick little elevator uh, speech for each director. Like, oh, well, this is our our memory support or assisted living and here's our, our uh, dining room and things like that. And so you just weave yourself through there. It's about a half hour presentation, but at the end, you know, they've, they get to see the whole community We've got drones that pop up in the air so they can see it from 500 feet, what the, the place looks like, um, and they film all the outside. So literally, you can sit in the comfort of your own home and sit back and get this tour. On top of that, um, with technology, of course, you know, where you get online and you start to order something from Macy's or Nordstrom's, so a little window pops up. Hi, this is Jackie. Can I help you? Got any questions? And so we would have that support to where if, a, if a, a potential resident was watching this, we'd pop up and then maybe they go, oh, well, yeah, what's the price structure? Or how many people do you have? Or what's your menu's like? And so they can have instant uh, communication with somebody from their uh, community in marketing that can answer it right there. I mean, how awesome is that? And that's ahead of the curve because I don't think a lot of people are going to do that. But the ones that do that. It's
1: going to be awesome. No, you're absolutely right. Some communities do use chat, but we've had mm. so much resistance for um, many clients who just say they don't they don't feel like they can handle the chat program. But I think or the gene, can. It's so easy. Like You can yeah. turn it on and off. So if you're not mm-hmm. available, chat is not on.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: uh, going back to the salesperson who is not um, able to get a lot of tours and doesn't have a ton
4: to do, they could be chatting all day long.
0: Yeah. Uh, Derek, you wanted to chime in on that too.
4: Yeah, no, I, I was going to say that That I, I love all that. I think that that's perfect. Um, I wanted to also think about the future uh, for, let's say, some of these ideas are working, but maybe not at 100% of what you'd like. There's not a reason why you can't look at your brand at this point and say, okay, this is a quiet time. This might be the time for us. We've been thinking about doing a rebrand for the last couple of years. Um, it's going to take two, three, six months to do that rebranding. Well, that's the time to invest that time and energy into doing that. So when times are good again, you can uh, launch, relaunch when everybody has this pent up demand and they're looking to move in and with your new brand and uh, really, really, you know, that's where the rubber hits the road and you can really make some uh, big impact that way. And also, Go ahead. Oh, no, I
1: was just going to say it. I love that,
4: too. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. You're on. Well, well it, it, it really is. Just like you can get a lot of different promotions and, and event planning done and a lot of things happening that, that then when times are good, it's just a flip of a switch and turnkey and then you can send everything out. But if you wait until, OK, times are good. Now I want to stop marketing. Oh, you got to wait six weeks before you get a direct mail piece done. But if you've got that direct mail piece pretty much finished other than yeah, the, the date of the event and maybe uh, the offer, uh, everything else could be ready to go in the folder. And then when you're ready to send it to the printer, it, it, we could have it in the mail in 10 days.
1: Now, I love what you're saying, because um, the other thing along those lines, uh, excellent time to pivot. Maybe, you know, instead of spending your budget for a couple months on some heavier hitting um, offline communications, move it to branding. And then the other thing, too, is if you think about it, the website is your receptionist. So it's the very first thing that people see. The minute they hit your URL, they show up at your website, that's that's essentially the face of your company. So is your website performing well? Is it beautiful? Does it say what you want it to say? This is an excellent time to upgrade your website, but also for collateral materials, because if you can't go visit a community, the natural thing to do is to say, could you please send me some information? And then your collateral package is your second um, line of here's who we are. We're a quality organization. And and so this is a really good time to make sure your collateral package is working for you. And it it really um, helps people to move down that sales path.
4: Excellent. And I, I want to add one more thing. Uh, what we're doing right now is podcasts. We can put together a podcast for our community, or we can do a series of podcasts. I'm sure there are people here who live with your, at your community that have a great story to tell, or there are directors that have a point of view about uh, the community and what they, what they present to the residents. We could do a series of short podcasts, 10, 15 minutes on each of those people, and then drop those online over and over again. And again, we create transcripts that will help your SEO and get you higher up in the rate in the rankings as well. Yeah, and
0: of course, I love the idea of podcasts as it's what I do. But the cool thing about <laughs> it is, is that the online media you can get anywhere. So even if you don't, you know, like to visit websites or whatever. You can go on whatever platform you'd like to listen to things on. And there's a chance that you can make it happen there. It's just such an, an easy way to communicate. And not only does it pass the time, but it lets people who really want to dig in, isolate their, you know, put their headphones on and just that's They just absorb the whole thing. Uh, and I just absolutely love that concept. So.
1: Yeah. Um, So it seems like Cecil may have had an emergency today, which I'm not surprised because he is also, in addition to being a consultant here at Third Third, he owns a placement company. And I know that things are really mixed up out there right now. So I don't know if we're going to hear from Cecil, but maybe we do a little special with him. He um, has a history of making pandemic plans for large brands. So um, we wanted him to talk about that today, but here we go. It's, it's, everything's a little bit upside down right now, so we're not going to have Cecil. Yeah,
2: last I checked, we're in a pandemic, so <laughs> I'm sure he's a busy boy. Exactly.
1: So, um,
2: yeah, Corona, it's not just a beer.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but does anybody have anything else to wrap this up with?
0: I just wanted to kind of point out something really quick, and which is what we're doing right now. And a lot of companies have imp- implemented it. But um, just keep in mind that a lot of things can be done remotely. You know, a lot of places are set up to be able to work from home or to work from wherever you're comfortable. And as Cynthia was saying earlier, the work doesn't have to stop, right? You just have to kind of morph it into something that is workable for your time and for whatever environment you're in. But there's a lot of things that can still happen. And by all means, planning never has to stop. You just have to learn to kind of be flexible and, and adapt to whatever situation you're in. But if you have the ability to work remotely, then by all means, you're you a step ahead of the game.
2: I'd like to just throw out there too real quick. Um, if there's anybody out there listening in a community and they really want to get ahead of this, uh, you know, serving the, the residents all room service, they think it might be hitting... Um, you know, they're community hard, maybe they're in an in a, in a area that's high risk, um, get on get on our website um, and get a hold of me, text me, call me, whatever. I'd love to help you out. Um, this is a time, you know, like Mike said, we're family, stick together, uh, call me in the middle of the night if you've got some real concerns. Uh, it doesn't take that much to get prepared and I want to help as many people as I can. So I'm here for you.
1: Yeah. I think that, that. thank you. I yeah. think that speaks to everything. Like we're helping our clients have to make a lot of changes right now with their marketing plans and we're certainly their partner and we're in fact, we're not even charging them for so no. a lot of the, mm-hmm. no, these no. changes because nobody saw this one coming. No,
2: no. I'm not charging to help somebody over the, Oh, just send out an email. If somebody wants to talk to me, uh, they're concerned. They're not sure how to get the, that set up to feed the residents. Uh, you know, Free of charge. This is the time we need to just come together and worry about finances later. Yeah. But I do like beers, so if you want to send me a couple packs of, of that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> if you, if you got an extra gallon of mayonnaise, not mayonnaise, mayonnaise, beer, you know, I can be bought that way, I guess. <laughs> sorry i'm afraid real. Of,
4: i'm afraid of drinking my corona so you can have my six pack i have right yeah
2: now. no that's okay <laughs> all right
1: well thank you everybody thank you so much i love working with everybody here yes
2: what a family um, in our little cosmic soup bowl
1: we're in our soup we're, we're in up. our soup
2: Snoop, there it is this is the emergency soup, there soup. it is <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah right it's the chicken soup, the chicken, yeah, soup. the chicken
2: soup oh my god that's it. kind of whatever. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> sorry. Mike's cutting me off, I can tell.
0: (laughs) I want to thank each of you, uh, Sheree, Derek, Cynthia, Sean, for hanging out wherever you are. We'll catch up with you later. And thanks to everybody out there in podcast land for staying calm, for doing your thing, for hanging out with us. And uh, we will do our best to kind of keep you updated on what's going on. In the meantime, don't forget to follow the show and third third marketing on all the social media platforms at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at third, third marketing. We'll keep you as up to date as humanly possible and subscribe to the show. That way you get everything as soon as we release it. So thanks for hanging out. And then we'll talk to you again real soon on cosmic suit. Thank you.
4: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.